Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 1st, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Banks resist strict limits of foreign bets. Obama renews effort to close prison in Cuba and friction as Mexico curbs U.S. role in drug war. In today's national headlines, even for minor crimes, no guarantee of a trial. When attention deficit is a problem on campus, and Zimmerman forgoes a pre-trial hearing on immunity. In today's business headlines, in China, mistrust fuels a cat economy. To satisfy its investors, Apple borrows money, and Obama fundraiser is likely nominee to lead the FCC. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, banks resist strict limits of foreign bets. Reported by Eric Lipton. Wall Street bankers and some of the world's top finance ministers are waging a bitter international campaign to block Washington financial regulators from extending their policing powers far beyond the nation's shores. The effort, centered on oversight of the $700 trillion marketplace of the financial instruments known as derivatives, is just one front in the trench warfare still being waged nearly three years after Congress passed the Dodd-Frank law, which revamped financial regulations in the United States in hopes of curtailing the risky trading practices blamed for the global financial crisis in 2008. Industry players have spent tens of millions of dollars to avert, delay, or weaken new rules that are being drafted as part of the law. Members of Congress from both parties have joined in the effort, directed at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, which has written some of the most contentious provisions, and its chairman, Gary Gensler. Banks and overseas regulators are pushing back against a proposal intended to go into full effect as early as mid-July that would require overseas offices of American-based banks, foreign institutions, and hedge funds to turn over information on foreign trades if they involve U.S. customers or are guaranteed by a financial institution with American ties requirements the industry calls redundant and excessive. The battle, led by high-powered lawyers and lobbyists, including former top regulators and congressional staffers, has played out in hundreds of meetings with Gensler, other commission members, and major players on Capitol Hill. It has divided Democrats in Congress, caused strains in the commission, and provoked public charges by industry officials that Gensler is overreaching his authority and private complaints that he is reckless and stubborn. Gensler defends his proposals, arguing that too many bad bets in the global derivatives market can be traced to overseas locations, including the $6 billion loss last year by a J.P. Morgan Chase trader called the London Whale and threatened U.S. markets. It would be letting down the American people if we said, we're just about to complete the task, but now let's retreat, Gensler said. If we don't do this right, we will blow a hole in the bottom of the boat of reform. Industry officials argue that the proposals, called the cross-border guidance, will inevitably produce conflicts with foreign regulators and perhaps even drive trading away from Wall Street banks. Some of the strongest objections have come from foreign regulators, including officials from Britain, Russia, Japan, and Germany, 
who complained about the plan last month in a letter to Treasury Secretary Jack Lew. Global markets, they said, will not be able to function under such burdensome regulatory conditions, advocating instead that the United States agree to respect rules each nation adopts, assuming they are reasonably compatible,